Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Desk here on Sin. You're back with James, Monty, G, and Cooper, two Sports Desk debutantes. And two oldies. <laughs> two oldies, yeah, we feel old now. How are you guys? Good, good. Yeah, good. really good, thanks. Feeling all right? Yeah. Now, I feel like we get a bit of background um, on like supporting and what's your, like, your main strengths in sport. So, G, do you want to start us off? Like to know that sort of stuff. Yeah, so, of course. footy and soccer. So, obviously, a big fan of the Hawks. Manchester United and Melbourne Victory. Love it. Oh, oh, Melbourne maybe Victory. Not, uh, maybe not so much on the soccer front, but all right. That's okay. It's all right. <laughs> Cooper. Yeah, um, big American sports fan, to be honest. I mean, I love my footy, love my soccer, but, yeah, NFL, NBA. Love Who do you support stuff. in the NFL? Uh, NFL, uh, San Francisco. It's, like, my favourite place They're in the world. Well so, yeah, they sure are. Yep. But, yes, I love, love the 49ers, yeah. Fair enough. And he's right. such a long supporter, by yeah. the way. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> cats. That's okay. At uh, least we're going to start with the AFL. Um, I feel like that's smart because tonight, for anyone that's been living under a rock, is the draft. Yep. Um, Surprisingly, we'll, it's come come quickly. It has. I think I've been waiting for it probably too long because yep. footy's finished, so I need something else yeah. to look forward to. So the draft's yeah. the next best thing. Yeah. Even though preseason's somewhat started, but even then, I'm not that interested. Pre-season, in pre-season. got back this week. I think for most clubs. For most clubs, I think a lot like of them started players, last week. As senior well. players got back this week. Yeah. But then the Hawks players all went on work experience this week. I was like, um, work experience. What? Yeah, yeah I saw that on Instagram. Like they're yeah. saying, what would players do and be like? That yeah. um, James Freud, like as a lollipop man, like Chad Wingard as a magician. So entertaining, like <laughs> life wow. after football, they're going to be doing that. Hang, hang, and did you say Chad Wingard as a magician? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go there, but you know. <laughs> Quite entertaining. Just, you know, d- do the math. Anyway, we're talking the draft, and obviously picks one and two somewhat have already been locked in. Basically. Uh, who wants to run us through it? I mean, I don't have the numbers up here. All I know is that Max Rail and Noah Anderson are basically just going to go either one or two. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Pretty consensus, I Very consensus. Yeah. Um, both in the and same school as well. Gold Coast Suns have those two picks. Yeah. One's a priority, yeah. and then obviously the other given, pretty much. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, <laughs> if you go through the picks, um, so Gold Coast have got one and two. Melbourne have got pick three. Um, oh, the good thing about four. that is that the, those two boys uh, will know each other. There we go. Yeah, Giants there's been a few like, pick swaps the last couple of weeks. So. Yep. Um, so, and then at, rounding out the five. Um, Sydney's got pick yeah. five. I'm I'm so bad. I can't like read. I've got all these numbers and the names next to them. I'm just trying to read this, but um yeah look, it it's gonna be a good draft because I think the teams who have have done really well in trading and swapping and have just been really yeah. bad are gonna get the picks. Uh, and we've got some good drafties coming up this year. Um, and a lot of depth in, and I think that squads will um will benefit from this year's draft. Certainly, even if you know you've got like. Adelaide, who've got pick six, 22, 23, 37, 45. Like, still, they'll, they'll get some decent depth in there. They'll get, hopefully, some good midfielders, hopefully some good forwards. Um, seeing the likes of Eddie Betts go. Um, yeah, they'll certainly definitely. need a bit of depth in that forward line. Um, but do you have anyone else who's tickling your fancy in the draft? Well, I was going to say, with Adelaide as well, yep. they really need that. Like, they need the youth. They're, like, you saw last year, they just, I mean, they had, I think, Chase Jones was pretty much, like, the only draftee that really played last year. Tom Doty obviously got injured, so the ACL, so he was out the whole year. So they really sort of lacked that youth and sort of speed. So I think that'll definitely help them if they get some young guys in there. Yep. Um, yeah, I think I'm pretty interested to see what GWS do because, I mean, they've got that many talented, like, yeah, how many top picks they've had over the last couple of years and they've traded up to get the four. So they probably yeah. really like someone. So I'd be interested to see who they pick. But if you were GWS selectors, right, who would you go for? Would you go for, oh, obviously their midfield's pretty decent. Yeah. I'm thinking a backman. Yeah, so I think Ash would be the one to go for. Yeah. 
yeah, be I'm, a like for like replacement for Heathshaw. I'm just yeah, I don't know. Just all that I'm think, seeing when I see JWS is they need just a tall backman. Like to um, obviously the defense isn't that great. I mean yeah, their, their forwards won them you know to a preliminary final and a grand final, um, but yeah, I just to me just defense speaks to me, and I'd be quite surprised if it wasn't a defender. Yeah. Um, but look, we've got a couple of other sons uh, looking to get drafted. We've got Finn McGuinness from um, Hawthorne player Scott, who should get drafted uh, to the Hawkers. And then Jackson Mead um, should go to Port Adelaide with his dad, Darren. And then um, Trent, Bur- Trent Bur- Burgoyne, son um, Peter, son of Peter, should go to Port, Ad- Port Adelaide. So, you know, there's some potential there, some potential father sons. Um, but do we look, the, ro- the rookie draft's coming up. Um, what I think it's a day. Is it a day after? Yeah, um, I think so. They, so they, I think they usually do the first twenty picks yep. on the first night, and then the day after they do yeah. the rest. I think, and then there's usually there's a mid season yeah. draft as well in but, December. Um, I think. Yeah, I think they change that format. A couple so, ago, um, so. Uh, Oscar Brownless obviously got delisted this year, mm-hmm. and that's the plan for Geelong. They pick him up in the rookie draft. Yeah, yeah. That's a big risk because yeah. I know a lot of other clubs will be looking at him. He's yeah. tall. He's done really well in the VFL this year. Um, it's a risk, and I, they're willing to take it. Mm. I think they'll pull it off because it's Geelong, and Geelong can really pull off anything if they've got their minds, you know, focused on it. it it's you better be truthful. Come on, buddy, you're rolling your I eyes. I didn't say here. anything. I'm just. <laughs> yeah. I did roll my eyes. Yeah, you did. Come on. Because it, it's uh, for me. I I think Geelong have great talent as yep. it is now. For him to slide into that team, you know, in the years to come, someone really has to, you know, get out of the way, or yep. really has to pull an injury. So. You know, or he has to play some really, really, really good footy um, yeah, for him to, to lock in a spot. So it's a bit hard in that Geelong. I don't know Geelong that well. Yeah, you probably know him yeah. Better, I mean, but I think as an outsider, I think it's probably a, a little yeah. bit too hard for him to get into Geelong. So maybe it's better to go. Somewhere yeah, I think else. I think it's. Uh, I mean, that's true. I mean, he could go. Like it depends what teams want to pick him up. I think his VFL form was okay. Like we had a lot of kids missing. Like yep. N- Nakai Cockatoo was a top ten draft pick. Like. Uh, Four years ago, and he's yeah. just been injured ever since. He's definitely in our best team, I reckon. Um, and then Narka was sort of in the VFL for most of the year, and then was in the, the AFL team through the finals. Got to say, um, your best pickup you've had, I reckon, is Grian Myers. Oh, absolutely! I love that. Absolutely. I love. I, I, I watched him because I um I went to that VFL grand final. I think it was when uh, was it Richmond lost by a kick after the siren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yep. And then the Sandy Dragons and um, Geelong the played, Falcons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. played that after TSA it, and in, I yeah. was heavily fixed on that bloke. Yeah, because I didn't, you know, bloke with dreadlocks. Of course, you're yeah, going to watch yeah. him play. Yeah. Um, and you Darcy Parrott. Exactly. And then Darcy Parrish's two brothers were playing in that yeah. team as well. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, geez, this kid's good. Yeah. And he's going to wreak havoc. And I think the best part about Geelong is they're just going to recruit Geelong Falcons kids. Yeah, they they seem to have done that like recently. Like even if you, there's always that coming home factor. Like they talk mm. about it with like you know people going to Gold Coast and then going back to like Adelaide. They talk about like the South Australian players and stuff like that. But it's really big for Geelong players as well. Like Jack Steve and Paddy Dangerfield. Like there's a few names that Gary have come, Rowan. yeah, that have come back to the Geelong sort of route. So it's pretty handy. Um, well, I mean, look, you got you got picks 14, 17, 24, 36, and then ninety three. Um, you got some good early draft. Yeah, picks. yeah. very good. I mean, early draft that picks. Tim Kelly. Trade Came sort of helped us out a bit. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, th- I felt like we got a good haul for that sort of thing. Like, it's it's hard getting rid of Tim Kelly. I mean, he was top three in the Brownlow, I think, yeah. Yeah, ended up being. So, I mean, it's really hard to, to sort of lose that. But when you get a good haul like that, and I mean, Jack Stephen for like a pick in the late 50s is just an absolute robbery. So, yeah. um, you'd definitely be taking that. Um, so, 
hopefully they use a pick's well, and they usually do. So yep. yeah, they're really good with for the, the most picks. part. Yeah, most of the time. Most, most of the, the time, time they they do pretty well with the picks. So I'm looking forward to this. I'm I'm keen. I'm actually looking forward to I'm see how keen. Melbourne use their three picks. They've only got yeah. three, and they got some good numbers. Well, they got three, ten, twenty-eight. Yeah, so they got some high yeah, draft picks early, there to early. see how they can build on this next team to see how they use these draft picks. That will be interesting. Or oh, they, they just go to typical Melbourne and just do yeah. what Melbourne do. Do nothing. Yeah. Wow. Well, just sit there and eat cheese platters. That's the only thing I'm thankful <laughs> for. But, yeah, I, that's that's the one team I'm looking forward to see what they do tonight. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, I think they'd use pick three on Luke Jackson, who's the Ruckman coming in. There big raps on him. People saying he might go too high for a Ruckman, but I think he's worth the quality. And also, Kasai Pickett's a nephew of Byron Pickett. He seems pretty much like his uncle. So I reckon he'd be an exciting prospect to watch. Yeah, yeah. certainly. Um, and again, obviously, there's live trades throughout the draft. So yeah, anything can plenty happen. Of, plenty will be going on, I think. So it's certainly something to watch because it starts at um, 7 on Thursday. Um, no, sorry, I want to say 6.30 tonight yeah. and then 7 p.m. Yeah. tomorrow as well. Um Certainly watch it because who doesn't love a bit of drama? Yeah. And then you can see who your team got picked. But for now, I think that wraps up AFL chat. And we're going to go to a song. Moni, what have we got on the tunes? I'm trying to find a sports test classic. On the but extensive it's, Jazzler it's playlist. It's sort of not coming up to the one I want. Really? So I'm just going to go that's back. It's highly disappointing. I know. It's shoot, just shoot, not shoot. Do we need to kill time here or no, not? No, no, that's right. Uh, I'm playing Mr. Brightside by oh, Killers. Yeah. You are listening awesome. to sports test here. What's in? Welcome back, Mr. Brightside. I just stole Moni's intro. Sorry. Yeah, you just saw me stop, but I was like, okay. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, I should have stopped. All right. All right, take it away. Go. No, 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 Talk. no. It's all right. Come on. Okay. All right. Okay. Back on the sports desk here. I've been James, talking Moni, too much. G, Cooper. Uh, yeah, I've been talking too much as well. You, know, you get these young lads to talk. Um, <laughs> all right, so before the break, we're talking some AFL draft, some uh, ins and outs on who we think is going to go where. Which um, teams are going to do well. Exactly right. But we're going to be having some cricket. Uh, and I wish I could cue the Channel 9 theme song because that's probably the, that, that's actually my ringtone in every single, you know, because why not? Um, I really rate that, to it, be honest it, It's you. amazing, though. And the best part is... It's oh, pity in, it's changed. But in, in summer, yeah. you get all these good looks when, like, you... Because I, I always keep it on loud because I'm like, yeah, it's, I'm going to get noticed. Yeah, And everyone just looks up, I'm like, yeah, I got that as my ringtone. He's the odd one in the crowd, guys. It's great, though. Who doesn't love that? Um... Look, we're going to go to some, obviously, some cricket. We had the Marsh One Day Cup wrap-up yesterday. Uh, we had Queensland taking on Western Australia at uh, Allen Border Field in Brisbane. Now, Western Australia did win by four wickets. Uh, they chucked uh, Queensland into bat in first, and they only scored 205 off 49.3 overs. And then Western Australians came out, and Sean Marsh did his thing. He just he 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 just did what Sean Mush does in one day cup. Scored 101 off 132 with 13 fours um, at a strike rate of 76.5. Um, and then we had other. We really only had Marcus Stoinis getting 37. Uh, and then Ashton Agar backed up with the bat with 29 not out. So great for um, you know not great for Queensland. <laughs> really good for Western Australia. Queensland um, run scorers. Uh, Jimmy Bunny, Jimmy Pearson only got 79, and then uh, Bryce Street with 29, and Usman Khawaja with 26. Um, that's about it, really, for, you know, that. It's good to see uh, Western Australia getting back up in the ranks. Um, do you guys watch a bit of domestic cricket? 
Yeah, every now and again. Um, it's you're right. It's interesting to see like WA on the way up because I mean, realistically, it's been dominated the last few years by you know those bottleneck sides. So obviously Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria up usually the Vicks. So, up the Vicks. So you know, it's good to see that. Well, um, I mean, on paper, like you, you'd, you'd think that Western Australia would have just you know demolished them. Because they've got Cameron Bancroft and Darcy Short opening, Sean Marsh, Ashton Turner, Marcus Thornis, Hilton Cartwright, Cam Green, Ashton Agar, and then you've got your bowlers, Colton Isle, Joe Richardson, and Matthew Kelly. Yeah. Like that's it's a really good side. That's a very good side, and to them, and for them only to win in forty-eight overs is a bit like surprising, in my opinion. I thought they would have got it done a lot quicker, but obviously they have that batting collapse with Turner getting out for three. Cartwright and Green and Darcy Short getting out all under 10. Um, well, uh, yeah, I just think they got a bit scared and a bit, like, frightened of what was going on because, um, uh, what's his name? Old mate Billy Stanlake was just fierce. Old mate. Old mate Billy Stanlake. He's just, the way that he was bowling and the whip he's got in his um, action is crazy. Even though he got none far, he was still bowling very tight. He only got um, 30 runs off him in 10 overs. Yeah, it's so he was a very good economy, very right? Tight very good economy, right? Um, so apart from that, Michael Nisa got two wickets. Stody Steckity. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I, I think they were under the pump a lot from Billy Stanley. Like, yeah. I, I love that bloke. The way that he's 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 a lot like Mitchell Stark in his bowling action. He's very whippy. Um, he doesn't. He's run up still decent, but everything's in that action. With, so tall. Yeah, with whipping that uh, left arm over and just cracking it down. That's where he gets all his speed from. Um, but yeah, look, I was impressed by the game. And if you didn't watch it, we'll certainly watch it because it's just good entertaining one-day cricket. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch the game like as you did, but from what you can, like, it looks like WA may be a bit complacent to start with because, I mean, 205 is quite a low total for a 50-over game. Um, so I reckon could have been a bit of complacency to start off with, which is why that sort of bottom order was like that. Um, Apologies. Then, That's my messenger going on. But then uh, Sean Marsh sort of got in there and uh, sort of cooled him down a bit and then did what he did. So That's that's um age for you. That's Yeah, absolutely. That's composure. I think it's I think we've seen a lot like that in the Vic side um in the last year or two, I think. I think we got we got pretty lucky winning the Marsh Cup last year. Um, it was pretty decent the the final. Uh we we won that pretty easily, but I think we've had a lot a lot, a lot of struggles with our formats and picking players for you know what um uh, what what type of cricket we're playing? If it's you know red ball cricket, white ball cricket, whatever. Uh, but I'm in love with that Jake Fraser McGurk bloke. He's just he's something else. He's um I think he's he's the youngest um, Victorian. It's like a year fifty on debut um, in both formats. It's yep. just that kid blows my mind. How are you, how are you 17 and you're facing thunderbolts of like, an excess of like 140, 150 k's, and you just can't. Like yeah, okay, it's fine. Yeah, he's a really exciting prospect, as you said. I mean. To have a guy that young starting mm. off, um, it's not something they do all the time. Obviously, Will Pekoski started off young as well um, and playing well. Um, so it's it's good to see that they've got young guys. And, I mean, we, we definitely need that for Victoria. Because, sure. as, as you say, like you see the New South Wales side, and obviously not all of them uh, play all the time because of, of the Australian duties balance. and stuff like that. But at least we have some young guys coming through. It's a perfect balance yeah. from what New South Wales has got. Um uh, there's look. I've been keeping an eye on some. Um, what would you call it? Some uh, premier cricket, because that's where you yeah, know, yeah, the, yeah. the up and comers yep. come. And a bloke who I used to play cricket against back in juniors. Um, I think he's only 
I think he's only sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. He got player of the um, player of the round for um, Victoria Premier like Cricket. Premier Cricket. Plays yeah. for the MCC. Used to play for Flemington. Um, yeah. The bloke's a jet. He used to bowl excess heat at an age of twelve, bowling up to like one ten k. He was yeah. ridiculous, and now he's just slowed up and just bowling um, spin. And he took, uh, I think it was like two for, he was like two for fifteen off his yeah. ten overs. Um, so I mean, Victorian selectors apparently got a, got a close eye on him, and I would not be surprised if that kid comes in because he and he can bat as well. So he bats high up the order as well, and he can spin. So certainly keep your eyes on um, Premier Cricket because uh, a lot of Victorians play in Premier Cricket. Um, when they don't have domestic Yeah, duties. that's where like, they start off, so it's like their bottom yeah. like, thing if they're not playing for Victoria. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, like it's it, it's it's a great quality of cricket. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. If, if you're like, you're around that area where they play, a lot of the grounds are in like, the southeast of Melbourne. So if you're there, watch that because you. I'm being serious. Like that, that bloke would probably just play for the next, what, 10 years in Victoria yeah. inside, without a doubt. Um, but look, I mean... Get around Premier Cricket. Get around the local sport. That's I, I like to plug that heavily because yeah, you get to see like the future of... Yeah, that's where the, the young up-and-coming really Victorian players are going to be I mean, that from, kid so. was playing for Richmond. Um, Jake Fraser, my coach, he was playing um, for Richmond last year in Premier Cricket. Yeah. And he was getting like 75, 80 runs per game against like 25, 26-year-olds. Well, he was 16. That's yeah. like ridiculous. He's, yeah, he, he's, he got his first gig in Premier Cricket when he was 15. Yeah, and he was playing crazy. senior cricket at the age of like thirteen, making like 50, over fifties each week. Well, I don't, I don't understand what that, you know, what they must put in their orange juice in the morning, but whatever it is, um, it's amazing because he's going to be taking the absolute piss in the T Twenty coming up. For oh sure. yeah, I mean, if yeah, look, it's going to be interesting if he gets selected though because he's young. I don't know if T Twenty is a very hard format to get yeah. yourself into. I don't. I don't personally think he's a T Twenty. That's the thing. Like player, some some players can be like that. They can be like suited to different like. He could adapt though. You never know. Yeah. Um. I, I think Premier Cricket they do have a couple T Twenty rounds throughout the year. Yeah, they have. Um. It's called Super Slam. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's what they do. Um. So I think that gets them like pretty versatile. I, I mean, yeah. look, if you got signed by like, Stars or the Renegades, something like that, as a you know featuring in maybe a. Three or four games in the season, certainly. I mean, because who knows? He could be crafted into quite a nice T Twenty player, but I think that they'll Victorians will heavily craft him into a Red Ball player because yeah. Red Ball cricket in this country is kind of dying, which I don't like to say. Yeah, um, no, I agree. I like agree. the pitches that dying. are being. It is dying. Oh, it's. I don't like to say it though. So I'm saying that's I'm what I'm saying. saying kind it. of. Okay, it's dying. <laughs> uh, the pitches are just becoming straight roads. There's no competitive matches. Um, Junction Oval should never be a cricket ground. I'm oh, sorry to say that. I do like the venture at St Kilda every now and then, but I do not like watching Red Bull cricket there because that pitch is a road and nothing happens on it. Yep. And there's two more games of Shield cricket there this year. And I'm not happy because there's not going to be a result and no one's going to win. So play all the domestic oh, well. cricket at like the big grounds, the Wacker, Playmat, you know, the Gabba, all those pitches because they actually are curated properly. Yeah. Anyone, like the, I agree. anyone I mean in higher up in the cricket world is listening, James wants them at yeah. better venues. <laughs> Hire me as a as a chief curator. He'll tell you where, where to go. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do grounds? the old, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tony Gregg and put the key in the pitch. Yeah, just and then lose the key. Out, you reckon, yeah. yeah, but then <laughs> lose the key in the depth of the pitch. Um, but yeah, apart from that, that's pretty much all cricket because um, what, we've got the second test match starting Friday, on Friday. Is, yeah. So we've got, we don't know what the squad's going to be like, but we're assuming it's similar with Joe yeah. Burns. Holding you, his spot. You would have thought it would be 
it'll stay the oh, same. Oh, it'll pretty much stay the same. I don't think there'd be uh, many changes. You might swap a Maybe bowler. Maybe the bowlers. You might swap yeah, a bowler. Depending on like, the pitch and stuff like that, they might. Um, you someone. might. But yeah, um, yeah it's going to be exciting. I'm, this is the last test against Pakistan before the Black Caps come over. Yeah. So uh, Black Caps play England one more time in the test series, and then they come over here. And England go back home to enjoy their winter for once. Can I just say, yes. I am very happy for once to finally see Australian kick it, cricket, not kick it, um, batsmen actually hitting the ball and making runs, not leaving St- Steve Smith to himself. So Yeah, it was good to see I'm one time that... Um, they all pitched in. Yeah, he didn't have to do it all himself. Exactly, so... Thank for once, God. that's probably why he yeah, went out once. so early yeah. too. Like he was just like, "Geez, like, we actually got runs on the board. I don't yeah. know what to do here. I'll just try and slog something." So, yeah, yeah. No, so. I, I like watching him bat. That Fraser yeah. McGurk kid is exactly like his batting um, style. I don't know yeah. why. It's just it's very similar. Like Steve Smith. Yeah, oh. exactly like it. All right. All right. Well, on that note, let's go to a song. We are going to Wonderwall. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> about time. Typical sports desk favorite. Um, we'll be back after this with some more sport topics. Um, you're listening to the sports desk here. I'm Sin. Hey going guys, this is Sin Sports Desk. So we want to talk yes. about soccer. We do. Today. We do. We've um we've got a lot of action because Champions League has been going on this morning. Uh, we've had go lots, the lots of games, lots of games. We've had um obviously I'll, I'll go through all the results because there might be some um who knows there might be some uh, locomotive Moscow fans. <laughs> you just never know. Maybe. Um, Maybe so not. Club Bruges and Galatasaray played out a one-all draw. And then Locomotive Moscow hosted by Leverkusen. Leverkusen getting that 2-0. And then the game of the round for me, um, Madrid. Madrid and PSG, even though it was a two-all draw, goes to Karim Benzema, got the double for Madrid. And then Kylian Mbappe and Pablo uh, Sariba got, both, got one each for uh, PSG. And then Tottenham came from 2-0 down to uh, beat Olympiacos 4-0. The special one. The special one. Starting off well. Not bad. Um, two goals to Harry Kane, one goal to Deli Ali, and then uh, Serge Aurea. Is that, is that Aurea? Aurea. 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 I say Aurea. It makes me feel good. Yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not good. Um, have you guys got any other results? Because, I, I you know. Juventus beat yep. Atletico Madrid 1-0. I'm never going to know how to pronounce everything else, but Atlanta beat Dynamo. Is that Dynamo, right? Thank yeah. you. 2-0. Uh, Bain- Bainer. FC Bayern beat, yeah. yeah beat thank Ru- you. Bayern Munich. Let's <laughs> start Belgrade 6-0. 6-0. Yeah. That's an awesome result because playing, goals to the playing God. in Belgrade yeah. is like the most intimidating Dom-shane. atmosphere in the world. Those fans are nuts. Like oh, You've yeah. seen Liverpool go down. Napoli can't get... Like the big teams don't get resolved. So... Buying to go there, win oh, yeah. 6-0, that's ridiculous. Like, you walk down the tunnels and you just, like, crap yourself. You can hear, like, guns explosion and everything. It's just they nuts had, over there. They had 29 shots. 16 of them were on target and only six went through. So, yeah. incredible. Uh, like, yeah, as G was saying, that atmosphere in Belgrade, they've got this thing where they do, like, a... um. It's like a what do they call? It? I think it's called, like, a... Uh, oh, I don't know what it's called. When they, Whenever they call... Whenever they score a goal, they like, they're... Or active fans, whatever they call them, like the terraces. Yeah. Behind the goals, they light as the many ultras. F- they like they light as many flares as they can and chuck them onto the um, athletics track. 
Well, there was no flares today, apparently. 6-0, so... Well, I mean, you never know. You never know. There could have been some pre-game. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, but but I, I think... Uh, when was it? I think when Liverpool went there, after sports cameras were, like, fixed on them when they walked out, mm. and they've got cages. There's, it's not like... It's a concrete... Like you know, walkway. Yeah. There's no like you know, nice whatever like that. It's like a hundred meter walk from where they, you know, the nice luxurious stands whenever like that where they um, go back into the change rooms. It's just a concrete wall, all with like um, burn marks from flares, and spray little paint, graffiti all over the walls. Yeah, ultra it? stickers everywhere, ultra spray paint because the stadium's just left open when the games are over. Like there's no like locks for anything, right? So they go in there, put their you know signs on whatever like that. And it seriously, I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. If I was those players, I'm like, you know what? I'll I'll take some um, what what would you call it? A um, a physical health day, just for myself, and schedule <laughs> it when we go to Belgrade because I'm fine, thanks. Yeah, just get like just a calf cramp in the warm up. Yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry, boys, <laughs> can't play it. today. Just I'll sit on the have bench. You, have you seen that? I think it was that. Oh, I can't remember what movie it was. Um, I think it was Grown Ups when the two um the, the two big blokes faked that they yeah, um, had a yeah, calf injury. Yeah, the and like, time, oh, are we gonna yeah. do it? Oh, gonna the do hamstring it? on the pump. Yeah. Yeah. And they just go bang. Yeah, and they just go bang. Like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I can't do it. <laughs> I'll just do that because I wouldn't want to go out of Belgrade having to play a 90 minute game and win six nil. Just a, yeah, you wouldn't get a reset. Lewandowski is just pure filth. Yeah, like that guy is a beast. I don't know how he didn't get an inform um, player of the month this year. Serge Gnabry beat him to it. Don't know how, but um, Lewandowski got four, Goretzka got one, and Tolisso got one as well. Um, Manchester City played uh, Shakhtar Donetsk, Shakhtar Donetsk, the Ukrainian yep, premiers. There we go. Thank yeah, I was going to say that. That's an interesting result. One one, and it was at the Etihad too. Ilko I mean, Gundogan with one, and yeah. then uh, Manuel Solomon got the other. Um, not really much to this game, apart from a yellow card to Fernandini in the 91st minute. So that's really about it for that Manchester City game. I would have expected more. Um, but, yeah, look, it's been a pretty good um, pretty good what morning of football, in my opinion. Very interesting. Having some very good results. The second half of Match results. Day 5 will begin tomorrow morning. Yep. Um, With Zenit St. Petersburg taking on Lyon. Uh, Valencia against Chelsea. Liverpool hosting Napoli at Anfield. Um, KRC Genk hosting Red Bull Leipzig. Not Red Bull Leipzig. Red Bull Salzburg. Barcelona hosting Borussia Dortmund. This is the game of the round for me. Uh, game, of the, game of the morning, sorry. At Camp Nou. Uh, Salvia Prague hosting Internazionale, Inter which is Inter Milan. Red Bull Leipzig hosting Benfica. And Lille hosting Ajax. Now, you said it was the game of the round. What's the final score going to be? 4-3. <sighs> Four three. Four three. Four three. Jeez, bit of goals. Yeah. Four three. In favour of. In favour of Barcelona. Ooh. I think. Um, we'll all agree with that one. I, I agree win. with goals because the the defence hasn't been the best. I mean, they played. No. I think Levante on the weekend yep. and conceded in the first fifteen minutes. Um, so I mean, yep. they ha- their form hasn't been great. I'm of um, recent. So. So I'm gonna go goals to. Um, I'm gonna go two to Antoine Griezmann. One to Messi, and then I'm going to go one Sergio Busquets. This is for Barcelona. That is a huge call. Even Griezmann too. That's a bit of an outside yeah, call. Yeah, he's been out of form. Well, yeah, so. um, look, I'm, I'm confident. I'm backing the bloke. Um, Frankie Dion should get one. He's on my yeah. shirt. He, he, yeah. Like he should get one. Uh, and then for uh, look for Borussia Dortmund because I'm very picky with my goal scorers. Uh, Goethe will get obviously get one. Um, Thog and Hassard will get one, I reckon. And Jaden Sancho. Well, I, you know what? I wouldn't mind actually would be to get a goal. Is Paco or Casa still on the side for Dortmund? Don't think so. 
Um, I've, I haven't seen him in the squad last what week. And or, that's weird week too because so. he played so well yeah, on loan for them. Exactly right. I was going to say like that'd be awesome to go go against your old club and who soldier and just show them off. Yeah, yeah. Now, nah, um, look, um, it'll be interesting to see how um, Barcelona attacks the Dortmund defense with um, Hummels. Hummels is one of the best defenders in the Bundesliga, in my opinion. Yep. He's highly underrated at, in some points. People are like, oh, he's not that great. I think he's great. He performs when he has to. Um, rock up to the big games. Um, but yeah, look, it's a good squad. I don't see that they'll have, have any problem scoring a couple of goals against um, to Stegen. But yeah, Borussia Dortmund will... Not, well, well, Barcelona will get the job done. That's such a big game too oh, in yeah. terms of that group because Barca are on eight points, Dortmund are on seven. And then Inter on four. They're playing Prague... To be fair, it's at Prague, but if Inter win that game and Dortmund lose, they're it's seven seven points apiece. Mm. So and then very, it goes out to the yeah. So it's, that's a very important game. There's even Group watch. H. There's three teams all on the same point, so it's a big round for for that yeah, group as yeah, well. Yeah, I was going to say that as a um, Chelsea supporter, Valencia Chelsea. That's a big game. So that one, you know, both are eyeing off a win yep. to, to definitely help secure that next stage. Otherwise, they're going to go down to the, the last round to to somewhat yep. get points. But yeah, that's well, another problem for that group how are we doing for time can we, can we fit in a, yes. a little bit more yes now look, <laughs> that wraps for, up Champions League guys <laughs> yes it does for some reason everything starts coming back to Arsenal and Melbourne City in this radio show um, because you make it for go all there. The wrong, no but, the, but for all the wrong reasons because you talk about it because it's in the news <laughs> Arsenal Arsenal is, have drama every Ars- week exa- like. oh. did you know that Arsenal Fan TV has made the most profit from any um Match because it's that entertaining against um, uh, Southampton on um, on the weekend. Really, so they really? earned the most profit they've ever made from a match. You know, the last time they've made that much profit was Liverpool, um, 2017-18. Is that the DT famous rand and he's selling defenders after yep. they lost four nil? Yeah, yeah. So it was um, that four nil loss and DT's rant got I think it was like. 10 million views, I think. Ridiculous. Um, but yeah, they made, some, they made the most profit. So Everybody Robbie Lyle is making a lot of money. And whatever that bloke's done and how he's got it started is amazing. Just that's a, It's a power move. Every, everybody just loves watching Pistol. It's Arsenal great. Fans. I mean, it's great. It's great to watch. Um, but yeah, look, uh, Unai Emery is apparently set to be sacked within the next couple of days. Um, uh, apparently, according to Goal.com, um, look, they may not be the most reliable site, but they get a lot of the transfer yeah. managerial yeah. things very accurate. Um, but they're saying that Arsenal um, staff, every everyone, every staff member who works for Arsenal is awaiting an email from um, Stan Kroenke to say that uh, old mate Unai Emery has been sacked. Now, this sparks a lot of controversy throughout the Premier League world because... Mauricio Pochettino obviously got sacked from Tottenham, yeah. and people are saying he's going to light up for the such job. Such a big rumor. So Allegri still available? Exactly right. Allegri could move as well, as well as my, uh, Mikel Arteta. I would not mind that prodigal. Is son he still home. coaching with City? his assistant coach? City? City? Yeah, so that's I can't, what I thought so. Look, Europe with a power. Granted, is the assistant, but you're a powerhouse club. You, you yeah. seem like you got all the money in the world. You've got Pep at the wheel. Like it seems really stable. I can't see him coming over to just a club that's like instability at the moment. Yeah, no. yeah, it just seems yeah. so easy for him at the moment. Like, why would you want to make the know. move? I think he's got a lot of love for that club, mm. um, and I think he feels like he's got some things to get back. But look, that's rumours, rumours, rumours. We don't know if he's actually going to get sacked. Like at his very point, his contract runs out obviously at the end of this season. So he'll obviously, no, I don't think he'll get a renewal this year. And if he does, it'll be 
as big as when Wenger got renewed for that one year and then just quit. Um, but yeah, look, it'll be interesting to see if Pochettino um, has the balls to actually go to the rival club because... That would be crazy. Just imagine. Just like imagine. We, we've seen a lot of those sort of swaps over the years, yep. like Figo going yeah, to yeah, yeah. Madrid from Barca and then like uh, Ashley Cole and like, there's so Sol many Campbell. Of, yeah, and all the of Judas. have to yeah. do with Arsenal like it's and for some reason it's, it's always in the news but you know what the best part is <laughs> that the last North Island derby is in Tottenham <sighs> so just imagine Pochettino goes back in a red in a red, in a red tie right with, yeah. with, with, with the coat on with the Arsenal logo oh I feel like I don't know. I don't know if he'd do it though. Like, yeah, I don't did know you see, either. Did you see the um? He wrote the message to the Tottenham players on like the whiteboard as he got sacked and like saying, "I love you guys." Yeah, and yeah. his family and stuff like that. Like, w- when you see that, I'm just like, surely he doesn't go to to Arsenal. But it's a job though. Uh, yeah, a job it is. is a job. That's the thing. I don't That's think there's it. any because players that I don't think there's any like, beef and like rivalry between coaches. Yeah, and North London and you know. North London rivalries, East London, West London rivalries. I don't think there's really much to it, but there certainly is with players and fans, but I think it's more for the fans to see what yeah. will happen. It'll be interesting, though, because um, I think Arsenal as a team, being non-biased, is falling out of the top top six clubs. We're seeing Leicester drop come into that very heavily. Um, but, look, that's just my opinion on what Arsenal's doing. It's not great. I don't enjoy watching them but I still stupidly wake up and watch it. I'm just waiting for the press conference of when he gets sacked and they're announcing his release and he's just starting to have a good ibinin with his famous good trademark. Ibn in, good ibinin. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um, I'll, I love that guy, but you know, I, th- I, think, it's, I think it's time to go. <sighs> well, I, I think that wraps up some football chat. What do you reckon? Sounds good. Yeah? Yep. Did you approve that, Moni? I approve. Yeah, it was good. All right, sweet. Yeah, great chat. Well done, boys. We're going to a quick break, and then we'll be back with some more sport. This is Young Blood with five sec- by Five Seconds of Summer. You are listening to the Sports Desk here on Sin. That was Young Blood by Five Seconds of Summer. You are listening to Sports Desk here on Sin with James, Moni, G, and Cooper. Did I miss anyone? No. No. Now, before that, before the break, we were talking soccer, football, whatever you want to call it. Football. Soccer. Football. Now, we're moving over to another form of football in NFL. Football. So, the rugby, the rugby, the American football, that is. Yeah. It's funny how there's that many, like, different types of football. That's crazy. It's football. It's funny when you think about it like that. See, I don't don't know. Like, I I associate AFL as footy and AFL, where soccer is football because you're using your foot to kick the ball. It's just that's the way it goes, and that's the way I just find it in my head. It's way easier. But look, NFL but is, in is NFL, another. You use your foot, to but kick you handball it as well. That's not fair. It's, it's not using your foot. All right. But NFL, you do use your foot for, for punting. Yeah. Um, it's again. That's like funny that they like call it that way when it's not actually like yeah, they barely use it. Like. <laughs> Throw ball or something. Yeah, like that. <laughs> just a throw ball. Run ball or something like that. TFL will throw ball now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, what do you got for us, Coops? So, uh, big game yesterday. So Monday night, well, Tuesday here, but Monday night football. Uh, so Baltimore, um, sort of the surprise packet this year, um, going with Lamar Jackson as their new quarterback. Or he played a few games last year, but. Um, was the proper starter this year. Um, they really, really backed him in and yeah. it's sort of starting to pay off. The Absolutely. I mean, he's probably realistically is the, the 
um, sort of MVP front runner, and they're as I said, surprise packet for this year. Uh, they they did okay with him last year. I think they played probably the last three games with him as a starter, and then he played in the playoff game, and he really disappointed. I think he threw like nine passes and was like three three yeah. for nine or something like that. But something he's like really that. taken it by storm this year. Yeah, uh, he threw fifteen or twenty yesterday, hundred and seventy yards, but. The main thing is his rushing. So he was uh, 95 yards yesterday off um, eight attempts. Um, and that's sort of their identity. That's what it's been this year, um, just running the football. So they got Mark Ingram as well. But they won 45-6 to six, um, against the Rams, who were who Super Bowl. Who everyone sort of had as a, a yeah. definite pick for the Super Bowl for this season. Yeah. But they sort of haven't really bounced back from it. Like, they've played some good... Patches of yeah, football, yeah, they've definitely been in patches. They I, have, I feel like they haven't completed a full game when it's their no. style of football, really. Yeah. So it's it's sort of like they're there, but they're not there. Yeah, but they're still trying to like get over that little okay, we did it, but why can't we do it again? Kind of phase. Yeah, I think the big thing for them um, is just the running the ball. So they got Todd Gurley, who was I think it might have been last year or the year before was like MB, MVP top three, like was running the ball ridiculously well, um, and now they've just really dropped off. I don't know if he's been injured and stuff like that, but that's sort of one of the things. But, um, yeah, he's they've really dropped off a heap. Uh, so they lost 45-6 to six yesterday. Um, but I was going to say the Ravens are playing the 49ers next week, yep. um, which a is a huge game, game huge game. That's what teams. first v second in both conferences. Yeah, yeah. So I yes. think um, first, so they're first. So the 49ers, 49ers are first, first in the NFC. And the Ravens are the, first in the AFC. No, second, first or second, second I think second Patriots is, might still be first. Second. No, Patriots are first in AFC yeah. East. And then the AFC North, the Ravens are first. Yeah, the yeah. way that the so NFL... So too many categories. I think categories. the Ravens... Why is there going to be eight conferences? Yeah. I know. The Ravens have got the many. second seed, I think, because yep. they've got... I think they're eight They do. Two? They do. Then yeah. The Ravens are nine and two. And at the moment, the Patriots are ten and one. That's right. It's just because so, they play in a horrible division, but anyways, they, yeah, they, they it's too complicated. Like I love the Patriots dynasty, but the fact that they've had such a bad division for the last twenty years, like Dolphins and Jets, have just been horrible. Um, Bills have been pretty good this year, but I love yeah, my that, Patriots. They've actually surprised the, me a little bit. The Bills, Bills this year. Uh, they've just got a great defense. Yeah. I mean, Josh Allen's a second-year quarterback, like Lamar Jackson, runs the ball really well. But like they, they sort of know his limitations. They've coached him really well, and that's the same as Lamar Jackson. Like they've just built it around him, and they do things to sort of help him um, and his style. So. It's interesting, but yeah, 49ers um, against the Ravens next week. Big game. See what happens. The 49ers also came off a big win on Monday as well, so definitely looking to improve as well. Yeah, they beat uh, Green Bay Packers quite quite easily. Who are the Green Bay Packers anymore? Who are they? Who are they? They're green. Sorry? (laughs) What? Who's Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. Yeah, he's completely dropped off. Someone. Who who are the Denver Broncos? (laughs) Yeah, I I could not list a Denver Bronco player. I mean, oh, you know what? I could because Wes Welkus played for the Patriots, yeah, and then he moved to the um to the Broncos, yeah. won a Super Bowl with them, yeah, and then he went back to the Patriots. Mm. <laughs> like after so, Manning, I don't think like now. I can't. Oh, there's a few. Yeah, um, Von Miller's there. Yeah, Von Miller. Um, he's like the defensive yep. MVP, but they've really, really dropped off. I mean, they got Joe Flacco, funnily enough, from Baltimore, who was their starting quarterback yep. last year, but obviously they got rid of him so to sort of build around Lamar Jackson, but. Um, and he's been injured, so they've got a second-string quarterback, which I could not name. I think his last name's Allen. I could not name his first name, but um, they've 
dropped off completely. They've got a good defense, but they've just got no offensive weapons. Now, I know you were saying Green Bay who, but they're actually top of their little yeah. seed of no. the NFC they're, North. They're, so okay. They've won eight I, I and lost three. I don't know who you're so, <laughs> You know, just, just a little yeah. heads up I there, James. They're actually doing that. No, yeah. I don't know who they are, honestly. No, yeah. no after, their, after their run, those, um, was staunched by uh, what the um, Seattle Seahawks in what 2017 when they lost in overtime. Yeah, yeah. At, yeah. Um, in Seattle, that was one of the best games I've watched. Um, and just to see the like the faces of the um, of the, of the Green Bay because it was a, it was an interception that won the game. Yeah, and right. it was the um, it was the like the center in all those positions of the Green Bay were just like shocked. They didn't know what like they weren't dropping on the ground. It was like what happened? Mm. What happened? And that stadium, I gotta say, is so nice. Because yeah, the, yeah, the atmosphere yeah, like is ridiculous. Um, yeah, they're, they're they're allegedly like the best crowd in the in Seattle the fans are just nuts in everything. I mean, um, like they're what the MLS soccer yeah, team. Yeah, they play their Seattle Sanders. Nuts. Yeah, like those those fans are crazy. And that's the thing because I've never really um, so they had obviously uh, the Supersonics, um, but they yep. got they got rid of it. So bring them they're back. pretty crazy fans down bring there the because they don't back. really have that many like great sports teams. That's why they love them so much. Yeah. yeah. Well, on that note, um, we're going to wrap up the entire show because some people have to leave to go fishing. Yeah, fishing. Hashtag priorities. It's not even a sport. Anyway. Uh, Excuse me, fishing is great. Oh, we've triggered here. You cannot dish fishing, all right? It's amazing. No. No. It's it's the most expensive way to get a free dinner. Yeah, exactly. See? It's great. <laughs> exactly right. All right, exactly I'm off right. fishing. See you later. All right, bye, James. Yeah. Anyway, boys, uh, thank you, as always, for joining me. We'll, uh, everyone will be in again next week. Uh, Sports League will be back on Friday from 9 a.m. You can catch any shows you've missed on Omni on Oz, as well as our social medias. So you can head to the Sports Desk on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter um, for anything that's missed. But, yeah, have a good week, boys, and yep. we'll see you guys thank next you. week. See and to our listeners, week. make sure you tune in on Friday.